0: Hi everyone! Welcome back to our podcast, Hugo Girl, where we discuss prevalent issues within the female community. I'm your host, Annabelle Casasimo, and today here with us we have the amazing researcher Kelsey Strugler, whose project—or should I say—survey has sparked the attention of our listeners. Kelsey, honey, how are you today? I'm wonderful. How are you, Annabelle? Great. Thanks for asking. Now, shall we get started with some questions about your survey? Absolutely. Now, let's see. Can you tell us more about your survey, like a
1: little overview of what you did? Yeah, so in the grand scheme of things, I just evaluated information from each generation um, to grasp their ideas on women in the workforce. It was pretty much just a survey questioning how they felt about it, if they felt they had been treated um, badly as a woman or unfairly. So this was obviously a survey just towards women. Um these things, when they were evaluated, they were pretty similar among generations, but they had slight differentiations, but none that would cause any flaws. And if they did, they were all evaluated and compared. Um, Yeah.
0: Thank you. That seems really interesting. Now, do you mind telling us why you conducted the survey? Like, I'm guessing that it had to have some importance to society, or at least to yourself.
1: Yeah, so obviously to me as a woman working in the workplace, but even just then, it was so important because ever since the beginning of time, there have been huge age gaps between men and women. There's no question in so many different aspects of like society, of our life, and like homes, and just like women and men's values compared, and like the workforce, women weren't even allowed in for the longest time. Um, the one factor that has most dramatically improved over the past 120 years is the advancement of women within the workplace there's no there's just no question and just to talk about really quickly a few steps in this larger timeline the industrial revolution in america began near the end of the 19th century to the beginning of the 20th century this was one of the most revolutionary times for women Um, this was one of the first times in history that women were allowed in the workforce there were so many jobs being created they needed women to work to keep up with society it was it was this crazy time and then 20 to 40 years later, in 1920, women gained the right to vote, which people never thought they would even see. So after decades of fighting for equality, they finally got in somewhere. And then pretty much the largest step in this timeline, in my opinion, would be World War II, when the men went off to fight, and women were left to pretty much take over the workforce because all the men were fighting overseas. So the only people left to work were the women. So the women pretty much took over our society. And after the war, because... You you see that they started in the workforce and they never after then they really never got out of the workforce. They kind of just stuck. And this is all important because in my survey you'll see a majority of the women think there are still inequalities between genders in the workplace, which is crazy. Talking like it's been 120 years since we started this progress, but although we've made all the, their way into the, like women have made our way into the workforce, but we still aren't equal to our male counterparts. And I wanted to point that out and exemplify that through my survey.
0: Wow, that sounds amazing and interesting, and I also absolutely have to agree with you. It has been almost 200 years, and still we are not equal to them. And we have cried, we have fought, we have bled and shed tears, and still we are in the same place with some advancements, I must say. Now, how did you choose the participants of your study?
1: So, for the study, I posted a link of my survey into multiple public social media platforms, such as Twitter, Facebook, um. But on platforms where everyone could see it. So it was kind of just random who took the survey. Um, I did this because if I were to post it on my own personal social media, then obviously it would only be people with my age and my area. So by putting it in a public platform, it was more easy to get opinions of everyone and randomize the people who took it.
0: Nice. So I'm hearing from what you're saying that you did do a random person survey. Did you see any flaws or limitations doing this procedure?
1: So yes, there were definitely flaws. Um, there were various limitations within the procedure, just based on the accessibility and the timeliness. We, ha- I, I mean, I had like, um, I only had about a week to do this survey because I knew I was coming on the show. So it was kind of a, it was, a, it was a cut for time. Um, so the survey was only up for seventy two hours. Um, so that obviously creates a limitation because only. The people who saw it in the 7-2 hours could take it and be accounted for. Another large limitation was the ages of the people who took my survey. Obviously, it was randomized, but for some reason, it, it was majority older people, younger people. Um, the older people didn't have much say. Just to kind of put that in perspective, about 51% of the people who took my survey were Generation Z, which is really young. Um, it's the younger generation, the ones in high school and college, 25% of them were millennials, which is kind of good, but still on the younger side, 15% were generation X, which is, you know, 44 and a little older. And then only 9% were baby boomers. So the data definitely could have been swayed because of the numbers for each generation because they are uneven. Um, and the only real result this would have was shifting more towards Generation Z's ideas and beliefs, which obviously may affect it a little. But we took that into account when um, appropriating and putting the like data together.
0: Well, even though there were some limitations, I still find it very interesting and intriguing that you still got our perspective, at least if it was just one answer from each H group now do you mind talking a little bit more in detail about the questions that you asked in the
1: survey and like the purpose that they served yeah of course so uh just off the top of my head one example of one of the more important questions in the survey was asking if women felt like they were still like currently excuse me treated within like like were still treated unequally within their workforce and We asked if they were comfortable just to provide an example, um, either personally or generally, just about why they answered how they did. Um, So from that question, we learned about 72 percent of participants stated that they believe that women were still at a disadvantage solely based off their gender, Um, which is disappointing. I mean, nothing we didn't I didn't expect, but disappointing. Um, a few common examples that were given on the um, write your own answer to why they chose that had to do with unequal pay, stereotypes, object objectification of women, and um, and having to work harder than men. Um, I don't really know how to explain this, but in like a certain word, but it's. A lot of women were saying that they had to work almost twice as hard as men to get the same recognition as men would. And that's the best way I could put it. Um, Another question that shows, um, shows. So I guess. Sorry, I'm just trying to think of the question off the top of my head. But I think another important question we asked was about progress and the progress of women's place in the workplace and how it had improved. So we asked a question that was just pertaining to Generation Z or baby boomers if they believe women in the workplace had improved, um, like the conditions of these women if it gotten better for the woman over time and if they didn't mind or comfortable, uh, to explain why. And about eighty eight percent of the twenty four respondents recorded who were baby boomers or generation Z, uh, believe that women's place within the workforce has improved over time. Some common answers to why was you see more women in leadership positions now. You also see women working in places that people in older generations would never even believe. This goes back to history. In the early 20th century, women didn't work at all. And in the past 120 years, we may not have completely got, like, we haven't completely gotten equal to them yet But we are working in jobs, which women would have never dreamed of a long time ago. So it might not be perfect, but we still have come such a long way in this fight towards equality. I must say that's a very interesting take. I love how you're working
0: your way to expose some of the things that people don't want to see because I have to agree with you. It has been 120 years and it might be disappointing to find out that still women are not equal as men and have to work twice as hard. So I love how you took that exposing perspective in your survey. Now, remember that, like you said, it has been improved, but not really quality-wise. As you said yourself, some people have to work, especially women, twice as hard to only get half the recognition that men do. And it is, unfortunately, but that's just how the world is nowadays. But hopefully, it will change. Now, Strickler, Kelsey, do you mind telling us some of the various jobs that the survey got, like responses regarding occupations that women are doing nowadays.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I do think that was the one place in my survey that actually thrived. I don't think I don't think I could be wrong, but we did not have a single overlapping job within this survey, which means there were there were very similar opinions presented, but through different occupations and different fields of occupations, which kind of opens the playing field. It shows that women are unequal everywhere it's not one certain job or one certain field of an occupation like women across the board think that men believe and like are I don't I don't want to say women think they are I don't want to say men think they are more than but a majority of women think that they still get mistreated and that's across multiple different occupations which is crazy um Yet, although... This stands true. I agree. Equality is greater in some occupations than other. One participant in my survey literally stated, "It was definitely better or worse depending on the field I was in at the time." Some are better than other for sure. This goes to show that sometimes it's better and sometimes it's worse when it comes to different occupations because of the different people and the different ideals that you work with. I also believe it's not always the boss or the manager who creates this inequality. Many corporations today don't pay women the same as they pay men, and that's the to the corporation and the head people running these corporations that being said i think being treated sorry that being said i really think being treated wrongly or inappropriately can come from co-workers or managers or boss but sometimes even in these days these large corporations are they're provoking it they're doing it they are treating men better than women which the corporations who are running our country are the ones doing this which is honestly it's sad. Wow.
0: I I must say I'm speechless. A lot of good points were made from teachers to registered nurses to servers and paralegals. They all face discrimination. No matter what they did, what level they were, what age they were, it's clearly that there's still a problem that we're facing as a nation. Now, before we run out of time, do you mind telling us the
1: conclusion that your survey arrived? Yeah, so... Overall, I think the result or the conclusion I or anyone else could draw from this survey that still 120 years after women began to make progress in the workforce and 100 years after we gained the right to vote, us us meaning women, we have become a necessary part of the workforce, yet we aren't treated like that. This survey has made it very clear to me and probably to everybody else that it's not one specific field of the workforce. It's overall places of work, places, they're all places of inequality for women. Now women are also more educated than before, so when... Sorry, I don't know how to put this in words, but since they're more educated before, they may have believed that their job as a woman was control the house and take care of the kids and make the food. But now that women are educated, we know our place. And it is shown through the survey we know our place because everyone in the survey knew there was inequality going on. There was no secret that there's inequality going on and everybody within the survey showed that. And just truly overall women's conditions in the workforce have improved, but they are not yet perfect. The key word being yet. I do truly believe as a working woman that we will be equal to men in places of work. But for that to happen, us strong-willed women need to take a stand. So let's start now. Kelsey, thank you so much. And
0: I have to say, I I must agree with you. It's been 120 years, but we're slowly and surely gaining the power that we deserve. And not only that, we're thriving at it from multitasking, being mothers, sister, aunts, or just regular people because we are people. We're slowly and surely gaining power. And like you said, we must start now. We must start exposing every inequality that we face in the workforce because if we keep quiet, then we will never see change. So let's work together. Let's gain the trust that we deserve and let's get our rights back and the things that we deserve. I would like to just wrap this up by thanking you for your time and for the extreme details that you went through. I'm pretty sure that women across the nation, thank you. So thank you, Kelsey Strigler, for your time.
1: Absolutely. It's really nice to see um, people who do podcasts like you trying to uh, point out the prevalent issues in the female community because that is very overlooked in our society. So I thank you, honestly. Thanks for having me. I, I really think it is a very cool and important opportunity for women to hear these things and know they're not alone in this situation
0: course thank you kelsey now guys before we tune out remember to tune out next week for our next episode of you go girl next week we're gonna have our special guest rachel Bucksbaum, talk about how she as a jewish woman has faced inequality stay tuned for more of you go girl and thank you everyone for staying tuned this week your host annabel signs off skadoodles